0: This is the High School Football America podcast for February the 27th, 2020. I'm Jeff Fisher. Well, the high school football coaching community has lost a legend. Charles Corky Rogers, who coached the Bowl School in Jacksonville, Florida, to 10 Florida High School football championships and won a lot of games with very few losses during his illustrious career that uh, spanned almost six decades, has passed away after a long illness. He stepped away from the sidelines uh, after the 2016 season. Uh, he's still number seven on the all time coaching wins list heading into the 2020 season. Uh, Rogers won 466 games against Only 84 losses and one tie. He will definitely be missed Uh, back on uh, September the 15th, 2011. One of our first, uh, very first, High School Football America radio shows. I had the, uh, the honor of talking to uh, Coach Rogers, uh, and that came right after he had won his uh, 400th career game. So here on the podcast today, we thought we'd relive, uh, go back a little throwback Thursday with my uh, 2011 interview with the late, great Corky Rogers. Our first guest, he knows a thing or two about state titles and national rankings. Last Friday, uh, Corky Rogers of the bowl school, in Jacksonville, Florida, won his 400th career game with his Bulldogs beating American Heritage 28-17. And Coach has captured nine state titles at Bowls. He's the winningest coach in Florida history. And joins us now to fill us in on the program and talk about becoming just the eighth coach in America to ever hit that magic 400 wins, Mark. Thanks, Coach, and welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Jeff. Uh, Enjoy being here.
0: Well, yeah, we, you know, let's see, football started back in 1875, 136 years, eight coaches, that's it, <laughs> for 1-400, so now that you've had a, almost a week to reflect on, on that number, and I know you're probably going to be modest about it, but truly, what does it mean to you to, to have reached that milestone?
1: Jeff really it it happened quicker than I thought it would in a sense that you know I think when you're doing what you like I've been at, I've been at two schools to accomplish this and I had great staff great people around me certainly great players and uh you know we've just kept working at it I never thought about the number or anything and uh just enjoying going to work each day and the time has gone by and the numbers have added up but it was it was nothing I did myself believe me it was a combination of great people around me and certainly great players
0: We'll talk about your assistants and players coming up a little bit, just to let the listeners know. Overall record now stands at 400 wins, 70 losses, one tie. You're 259 and 31 at Bowls. You were 141, 39 and one at your alma mater, Lee High School. And uh, you know, let's let's for people that don't know around the country, since this is a national show, that know about the Bowl School. Let's talk a little bit about the school itself and how football fits into the tradition there, and then a little bit about your philosophy. Uh, who who is Coach Corky Rogers when it comes to high school football in Florida?
1: well jeff uh, the bull school is, is is a school that uh it started out uh as a military school it was an all boys school at one time and then in the late seventies uh switched to a coeducational school and uh it's It's been a very good academic school and had good athletics for a long period of time way before I got there. I think uh one of the things that probably I came from the west side of Jacksonville which is a you know it's not the wrong side of the track it's just uh, more uh, working class people probably than uh, the normal uh, people on the south side where Bowles is located and uh, I think we probably added a little work ethic to what they already had here it was a brilliant school and uh, they do such a great job academically. Our swimming program has been one of the best in America for many, many years and uh, at one time we had 19 Olympians from the swim team. Wow. And so it, it's it's top of the line there but uh, football-wise we've been very blessed That, but they, I think one of the great things they do is they understand the, 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 certainly the importance of academics. It's, it's, it's very hard to get in bowls. Uh, it's very tough. But I think they also understand the value of athletics and have given us an opportunity to coach, and it's really been a great blessing for us.
0: Forty years, pretty long time to be involved in high school athletics, especially when it's become a younger man's game. Tell us a little bit about where the love of high school sports uh, comes from for, me, for you.
1: Well, I think probably it started out, my father, uh, Chuck Rogers, was the head of the City Recreation Department for about 40 years here in Jacksonville. He had been a past captain of the University of Florida football team, and so I kind of grew up in a sports-oriented family, and he believed so much in amateur athletics and and pushed so hard for kids in every playground and park uh, to have a chance to play. And I think I I grew up in that atmosphere, and and I enjoyed seeing what was going on. And when I was given the opportunity to coach, uh, it just seemed like it was such a good fit. And I I still today, when we got out of practice today, I, I talked about how much we as coaches really enjoyed being out there. Look, we're not the greatest coaches in the world. We don't have the greatest team. But when we go out there and all put it together and are doing our very best, I'll be darn if it's not a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, the, the, the wins come along with that.
0: Well, you, you can hear the energy and enthusiasm in your voice. Now, uh, one of the things I, I learned about you when I was reading the, to get ready for this interview is, you know, it's not always been, rosy. your first coaching job, you were demoted. Can you <laughs> tell the listeners a little bit about what happened there and, and, and really how did it shape you and, and kind of set you up for the man that you become?
1: Well, it let me know that I didn't know what I was doing to start with. But uh, <laughs> well, I, When I came, when I was given the job right off the bat, I don't even think they called it offensive coordinator back then. They just said I was calling the plays. And, uh, you know, my very first coaching job uh, uh, that gave me that opportunity, and it was a few games into the season, and the head coach said, uh, you know, let's step aside. Uh, I'm going to take care of that now. And he sent me over with the defensive secondary so I spent another year and a half over there before he gave me the opportunity again. And I tell you what I did: I learned to do my homework and do work before I was. I was calling a lot of plays, but I had no rhyme or reason for calling them. It was just <laughs> kind of what I felt like, and uh, that's not the way you should go about things. And but it was a great lesson from a great man that I learned, and uh, hopefully it did me some good down the line. But no, it hasn't all been rosy. But I tell you, it's uh, it's always been fun, and uh, I think us in high school sports. Are very blessed to have had these opportunities to coach these young people because every day is a new challenge, and uh, it just—I it, think it's made it fun for all of us.
0: Yeah. Now you had mentioned your assistants. Uh, you know, one of the ones I guess we would consider him a trusted assistant. One Belger, he played on your first team in '72. Tell me a little bit about uh, how he's helped you uh, win a 400 games, and then we'll talk about some of the other assistants as we move through there. But how how has Wayne kind of helped you in your career as a head coach?
1: Well, I, I, I tell you, you can laugh about it, but every time I introduce him, I, I, I say that uh, he played for me, and he'll tell him, yeah, if I'd have had good coaching, my career might have gone on longer, he said. But uh, uh, starting off with me wasn't so good. But, no, hes uh, I tell you, he's, uh, he has turned down more head coaching jobs over the year to stay with us. And, uh, I mean, he's, he's been a head coach, really, in anybody's mind for 25 years. But he has done, he started out coaching quarterbacks is what he did as a player. Then when we needed him back in the late 70s, he switched over to coaching the offensive line. And if you ask anybody in the state of Florida, he's one of the top offensive line coaches in the state of Florida, if not the. And uh, believe me, a lot of the success we've had, are a, very, a great bit of it goes, you know, it's his, a lot of his ideas, a lot of his thoughts. So, uh, but I've got guys like that that are so important. They're, they're just as important as I am. I'm just the oldest guy. And, and it just, uh, I get way too much credit on this thing, but I'll promise you, I got great assistance. And it's been a key everywhere I've been.
0: Well, it, it is, and, and as I mentioned at the top, you know, the sport is changing. Uh, we are talking listeners tonight with, uh, with uh, Corky Rogers, the head coach at the Bowl School, and, and let's talk a little bit about the, the change of, of high school football through the years. I mean, there's, there's now games on ESPN, there's, there's national ranking services out the wazoo. Uh, what do you think about the, the health of the sport and, and the change in the sport in your, your 40 years that you've been there?
1: Well, I, I love to see these uh, these games played where, you know, the kids are getting exposed, that uh, they're playing on television, they're getting seen around the country. We're seeing how good a football is played in a lot of states where we never knew it was quite so good. I've been impressed watching some of these things and seeing them on television, see how the coaches are doing, and I see an awful lot of good things out there and a lot of good teams. Now, some of the stuff that I don't care for, Jeff, I don't, I don't really care for these ranking systems and rating systems, five-star, four-star. You know, you sign with a top division one school, and all of a sudden you become a four-star player, and you were really only a two-star player before that. (laughs) And I I don't like some of that. I think it kind of – I can't predict how good the kid's going to be, and I don't know how some of these other people can. But, you know, I guess it, it keeps people busy, gives them something to do. But I think high school sports is in a good position right now. A lot of people might differ. But I I see good coaching at quite a few spots. Now, many inner cities have struggled some. Uh, People seem to be moving out to the suburbs and moving away. And then a lot of times the inner cities where I coached early on, uh, they don't quite have the facilities. They don't quite have what they need to be successful. Mm -hmm. I I hate seeing that. And – but uh, I think that there's, there are a lot of good coaches and people that care an awful lot about these youngsters, and we need to do that because we've got to guide these people. Believe me, I'm not trying to build our profession up to be more than it is, but we're one of the last straws of people that are standing up for a lot of good all the days. through. The, I mean, I'm talking about you know the 12 hours a day you're over there with these people, and if we do a lot of good things, it's going to make them better because we're with them more than any other teacher and even their parents in most cases.
0: No, I I've heard that time and time again with coaches, and I speak it when I'm out in the street. I mean, you, you guys, and I'm not saying that because I've got a coach on the other end of the line here, but uh, you guys really are, you know, stepping up and taking the places of families, and, and in a lot of these cases, that's important. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the program itself. You you guys have had some some players there that have gone on to the NFL. You've got, uh, I guess, Edgar Bennett, uh, Leroy Butler, uh, Jason Spitz all through three were uh, Super Bowl champs with the Packers. You've had some other good ones. So uh, tell me about Do you have a favorite one or two players or a favorite team or two that uh, really come to mind when you sit back and just want to smile about things?
1: You know, uh, sometimes people ask me, rank your all-time best players or best team. Or something. <laughs> I didn't do that. <laughs> I know. And you know what, and I, Jeff, I couldn't do it because I I know I'd slight somebody that I was probably better than somebody I mentioned. But uh, I, I think it's kind of – It differs from team to team sometimes. Uh, I I can tell you a couple of the best players we ever played against. I I thought uh, we we played against Emmett Smith in high school, and and we went four overtimes in a game with them. And and I could see what a wonderful player he was. And then in the 1998 state championship, uh, we played against Anquan Bolden. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure that guy might not have been the best player I ever played against. And, and he, he he never came off the field. And if, if he hadn't just got tired just a hair towards the end of the game, we wouldn't have won that championship. But we've been blessed in the state of Florida to have an awful lot of good people playing against us, and certainly we've had a lot of good players for us. Uh, you know, you mentioned some of those that are NFL guys, but we've had an awful lot of good college players uh uh, the quarterback that, that had a phenomenal career, I believe, at Wake Forest, Riley Skinner, who graduated a year ago. If you look back at what he accomplished at Wake Forest, who had not been very successful uh, when he got there, it was it's really a storied career. Uh, and, and we've had a lot of guys that maybe didn't match up sometimes size or speed-wise, but were very good players and have been productive at the college level.
0: Talking with Corky Rogers tonight on High School Football America. A couple more questions, we'll let you go. Uh, let's talk about this year's team. You're off to a 2-0 and start. Uh, what do you like about this year's team, and you know what, what does this team have to do to, to get to a level that uh, takes you to a state championship-type matchup in December?
1: Well, well Jeff, we, first off, they, they, we had a realignment in districts and so forth, and it, it left us with having to, we only have a four-team district. Those are games you're guaranteed you have to play. So we had to pick up, we're one of the four, so we had to pick up seven games. Well, you know, we're a private school. Uh, we've had, you know, s- some success. Uh, finding games is hard. So the seven games we've got, they're all much bigger schools than we are. We're only a school of 770-some people, and that's boys and girls. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're playing three and 4,000 uh, you know people teams when we're playing them. So we're giving up quite a bit, uh, and, and we know that our schedule is loaded this year with, with great teams. Uh, we, were, we played in South Florida last week, just almost in Miami, and uh, we've got a team coming in from Crestview. That's the panhandle of Florida out towards Pensacola. Uh, we've got our hands full. We don't have the depth that we once had, but and last Friday night we lost our quarterback to a torn ACL and and that was certainly a heartbreaker for us. And he was such a wonderful young man. And uh, you know, so now we're kind of back to square one. Uh, the youngster that's going to be playing tomorrow night—it'll uh, be his first varsity start. And, and you know, we don't know where we're going to stand, but we're trying to play as hard as we can. But uh, Bowles is uh, the kids are always going to play hard. Now I don't know how far that's going to take us this year because of the toughness of the schedule.
0: Well, you got those 40 years to lean upon so I'm sure you'll figure it out some way coach and we'll just end with the, the last question that you probably get asked a lot and I'm not asking because I want you out the door or anything but uh, you know what what keeps you doing this and how much longer are you going to do it
1: well I, I wish I what keeps me doing it is that I love doing it and and, and some of these other coaches they all we're all such good friends you know they say oh let's go another year let's go another year you know it always kind of keeps adding up but you know I don't ever want to be doing it just to be doing it I want to give it the very best and whenever it's enough and I think I'll know I'm going to say goodbye and I'm going to go out if somebody hey, if somebody needs an assistant I'll coach a position I'll work I don't have to be the head coach but I, I want to be doing something. I just don't want to sit by the wayside. So I don't know if I answered your question, but I tell you <laughs> something. I'm glad you gave us an opportunity to speak for our city and our school because uh, we, we, we're at a very fine place down here in Jacksonville, Florida, and uh, we're glad to be able to represent them on the football field.
0: Well, we were glad to have you on the show, and you talked about the the wrong side of the tracks or the other side. I've been to Amelia Island, so I guess that's the good side of the track.
1: <laughs> when you were that's the first. good side.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Coach, you know. Continue continued success. Uh, Sorry to hear that your quarterback went down, but like I said, I think with your experience there, you'll be able to figure this out some way. And Hey, the good news is you probably won't be demoted this time around, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Jeff, thank you, partner. I really appreciate it. Yep. you have a great rest of the season. Thank you, coach. Okay, buddy. Bye-bye.
0: Again, that was a a 2011 interview with uh, Charles Corky Rogers, number seven on the all-time wins list with 466 of them. Uh, just a legend, and he, uh, he has been missed since he stepped away from the sidelines. Our prayers go out to the entire uh, Rogers family and, of course, the, the Bulls School's uh, football community as well. He was a, uh, a, a great one who shaped a lot of young men's lives. So uh, our condolences again to the Rogers family. You've been listening to the High School Football America podcast. I'm Jeff Fisher.